Welcome to season two of the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast. I'm Kimberly Pelletier. And I'm Samuel Ogles. And in this season, we're going to continue exploring questions about meaning, faith, and the spiritual life. In this special four-part series, we are exploring questions arising within us during a global pandemic. Because of social distancing, these episodes may sound different as they are recorded over Zoom, but the authenticity and depth you've come to expect are ever-present. This is the second in a four-part series, exploring the question, how do I deal with those who think differently than me about this pandemic? This is episode 22. How do I deal with those who think differently than me about the pandemic? Yeah, well, I the question's coming at a good time. I'm sitting here. I've got my uh, bourbon drink in hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love yeah. this question, um, but yeah, it's sort of got that feel of like, oh boy, am I really qualified to mm. talk about this? So what what would you, what would your first reaction be, Kimberly, if, you know, someone sitting across from you in spiritual direction and they're like, how do I deal with these people? They're driving me crazy. Yeah. Wow. It's a good thing you added spiritual direction. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring it <laughs> Which back. Which I know is what we kind of do here on yeah. this podcast, but wow. Cause there's a lot of feelings around that. Um, a lot of thoughts, a lot of all that. But if I'm in spiritual direction, let me get into my like, Hmm, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Um, because there are a lot of people thinking different things, um, about this and about what's happening and why it's happening. Um, and about all of the orders coming down about how to live because it's happening. Mm. Um, and being very vocal about all of that. Right. Right. And so how do I handle those who think differently than me? If someone is asking that question, um, Man, what do you what do you think the question behind the question is? Yeah, yeah. Is it something about well, how do I need to change them? <laughs> There's yeah. something in my mind going around that. Yeah. Um, how do I change the people who think differently than me? Could be one of them. Yeah. Um, one of those questions behind the questions. How do I um, stop hating the people who think differently than me? Right. Um, yeah. Feeling a sense of otherness or judgment about it right right right. or uh maybe like an impulse to fix it yes right how do i it could be how do i silence the people right which it could be in the fixing right yeah or or maybe even giving you know some people the benefit of the doubt and in saying you know uh what am i responsible you know if we're supposed to be like truth tellers what am i responsible Mm -hmm. for saying um in this time and engaging, you know, if we're also supposed to be in community, mm-hmm. do I just wash my hands and go, yeah, that's, that's too messy and I'm yeah. out and I, I didn't really sign up for that. Um, right. Or do I dive in and tell them what's what, um, right. is there a middle ground and kind of what am I responsible to do? But I, I think if someone's sitting across from me, um, you know, I don't know that there's a universal answer um, 
Yeah, for, for a lot of the questions we deal with, but especially with this question, I don't know that, um, you know, the answer is like, well, it's your job to jump in and make sure like misinformation's not spreading or whatever. Right. <laughs> make sure your perspective right. wins out. I don't right. know that, I, I don't think that's um, what I could prescribe, but I'd, I'd want to know what was going on with that person. And so I, I would, I think you have to get really curious about yourself. I, I just think curiosity is one of the best spiritual qualities a person can have um, mm. in general, but I think especially kind of in our time. And so I think you have to be really attentive to what's going on in you and, and be inquisitive and kind of ask that, what's the question behind the question? Like, why, why am I wondering? Am I wondering because I'm afraid I'm a bad person if I don't jump in? Am I wondering because that person's so wrong, I just want to smack them? You know, that there's something in me that cannot stand um, to be opposed in this way, to know that others are doing it wrong. You know, so Mm -hmm. I think you have to start there with what is it really, what's really going on in you? And what do you feel? Anger, despair, sadness, Mm -hmm. um, like people are watching you? You know, what what is it exactly that you are are concerned with? What's occupying your headspace? So I I would try to do some inquiries into that maybe. Yeah, that's good. That's a good angle. I think, um, you know, just even considering the fear, I I like that. I mean, not that I'm going to say, what are you afraid? I mean, I actually probably would ask that question um, somewhere in there. Um, Mm. But like, what are you? Yeah. What, what, what maybe what feelings does that bring up within you? When someone is opposing your ideas about the pandemic, whether you particularly are more uh, think all of these things should be over right now when we should Mm. be able to do whatever we want, or you think, you know, everyone should be following everything that is said and it should be stricter, right? Mm. I mean, to put the two polar opposites, and of course, there's a spectrum here, but when someone gives gives an idea, an opinion vocally that is different than yours what comes up in your body what yeah. feeling and how do we kind of make some space to explore that at the yeah. moment, right? Yeah. Because it's so easy to say, well, it's about them. It's because if they didn't, <laughs> if they didn't say that, I wouldn't feel this. Right. But that, um, that feeling particularly of being out of control. Right. Um, mm. And I'm not saying that's, that we should always be silent or we should always say something or anything. I'm not saying anything about the behavior that should come after that really, except to gain a sense of awareness so we can really tune into, you know, a sense of the way the spirit works within us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I like what you just said about behavior. I mean, it makes me think of, um, I probably said this on the podcast a couple of times, but it's one of the things that I'm so struck by, about the gospel narratives, but how different, like how, how different Jesus is at different Mm -hmm. moments that people Mm -hmm. encountered him and Mm -hmm. probably went away. And if they ever met someone else, they're like, wait, that's the guy who did that for you. Because Mm -hmm. when I saw him, he was doing this, you know, completely the opposite. He was so attentive to kind of what people needed, I think in the moment and to what the moment needed. And so, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that you can say any, behaviors are neutral, right? And something like this, I think Mm -hmm. often behaviors are neutral. So it's really, it's what's the motivation um, 
behind that. You know, so, sometimes there's a place for setting someone straight because mm-hmm. they're they're harming someone, um, they're harming themselves. They kind of mm-hmm. just need a wake up call, whatever it be. Um, and and sometimes there's not a place for that because it's more about you. So yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. curious. I'd be curious to ask. Maybe it's a, a similar way of asking the same question, but you know, if you do what you hope to do, um, what does that do for you? You know, like mm. kind of like, what are you getting what's out the of payoff? it? Yeah. What's the payoff for you? Yeah. yeah. Mm. If you get to um, tell them that their information is off, if you get to show them up in front of people or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> if you persuade them, if you persuade them, yeah. Something more right. neutral. If you persuade them, right. um, what's the payoff for you? What does that yeah. do for you? And then why do you need that? You know, mm, yeah, and being so into that one idea, and I and I wonder if becoming part of me wonders if becoming aware of that own motivation, uh, whether it's fear or um, you know control or justice, you know, which is not a feeling really, because um, mm. things can be touted as justice, even though they're. Um, there's really what's, what's the motivation behind it. Right. Um, mm. And if we can get into that as individuals or as with directees and spiritual, as spiritual directors, you know, and tap into that, is that, does that open the mind space and this, this spiritual awareness to then be able to do that with the person that is there othering, if you will. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I could sit right now here right now and talk about, uh, the different <laughs> two different sides because it's kind of binary right now at least that's mm. always how it is in the reality there's a spectrum of where people lie on this but the way it's out there for us you know as shown on, on social media and whatever is that mm. it's you know these people think this or these people think this and you have to pick and you're one of these right these people are crazy or these people are this you know whatever um <laughs> and and I could probably easily talk about either of them and defend either of them quite honestly mm. Mm. um because i haven't maybe because i've been thinking about this question myself mm. um but getting into when we slow down and get into our own motivations and our own reasons and our own things i do wonder how that helps us begin to then now how can i do that for them i wonder mm. why that other piece person then mm-hmm. What, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? What are they afraid of? Yeah. What's out of their control? Yeah. So if I'm hearing you right, you know, kind of moving from that sort of self-inquiry and in the, in the focus here to then like mm-hmm. a point of connection of like, mm-hmm. what's, what's the sameness mm-hmm. um, right. here? What's the truth in that person's life right now? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Is that person who is demanding to whatever, you know, yes. Yeah. Some may be selfish. Some may be this. Are they hungry? Do right. they have money to eat? Right. right. Yeah. Are they being abused at home and they need to, they, they desperately want their work to be back so they can go. You know, yeah. I mean, there's just so many different, um, you know, are they looking at data and going, this is not healthy for us to go out. I mean, I'm just going from all different angles right now mm. because there's just so many things that, um, that we can think of. And I think when we give ourselves the space or as spiritual directors, when we receive that or offer that, it opens up a space within us, which then 
hopefully begins to open us in that space that softens the edges of the othering. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. I like you said, how you said sameness, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right. Which is another way of, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh, I maybe have a little more in common. Yeah. 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 To recognize, you know, not to overanalyze the other person or try to figure out exactly what makes them tick as some sort of, mm-hmm. as some sort of ACE you can keep up your sleeve. Right. But, right. but just as more as a thought experiment, you know, I wonder if they're afraid. Gosh, am I, am I afraid in this time? Yeah. I'm afraid mm-hmm. in this time too. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the same fear, you know, right. attaching maybe different, um, reasons or outcomes for right. or solutions for it, but it's the right. same fear. Um, yeah. Just like me in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So how do I deal with those who think differently than me? I mean, yeah, some of that, <laughs> you know, obviously we explore questions and rather than just straight out answer them. So we're not going to say, this is exactly how you deal with those who think differently than you, but right. part of it is, yeah. How are you dealing with your own feelings, honestly, um, mm. even how we feel about those people, right? Yeah. I'm so mad about that, or I'm so sick of their lack of awareness, um, or whatever, you know. And, yeah, and not that things never move us to action, you know. I don't. I know we never, we don't ever um, encourage just inaction because of mm. contemplation or contemplative awareness, you know those things definitely go together, but mm-hmm. they move us into more of a, uh, a focus. I feel like they, I don't know what the right word, is, some sort of healthier action, hopefully that kind mm-hmm. of contemplative awareness that opening up should move us into an action that is, I won't say balanced because, you know, I don't know if <laughs> balance mm. has, is, is all in perception, but it is more, it's more loving. Mm-hmm. Right. However, it whatever the behavior looks like, the motivation for love is 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 expanded when we can sit with our own self first and sit with yeah. that other, even if in an imaginative way we can sit with that other and right. ourself. Then our action that may be very necessary, it has a motivation of love rather than let me eradicate the people who mm-hmm. think differently than me. Right. The world would be better. The world would right. be better if they were yeah. gone. So many ways of quote unquote eradicating, which could be anything from, mm. yeah, I wish they didn't exist. To right. I wish they would just shut up, or I wish right. I could prove them wrong, or or know. the massive social shaming that we live under right now. Yeah, right. I mean, it's out of control and it's heavy and it's debilitating for a lot of people. Yeah, I, mean, I was talking to a friend today who's just like, I can't do that because of there's so much social shame. I just feel paralyzed by it. And I thought, my goodness. Yeah. And not my goodness to her. Just like I see it and I and I understand what she's talking about. And I'm like, I yeah. do. Like the fear that you're gonna have to crawl under a rock. Right. <laughs> and that people just don't take a moment to allow some space, right? No matter mm. what it is, no matter what you're thinking. And even as you're listening to this podcast and we're talking about this, there are probably, you know, like social media posts or news headlines that are going through your head, right? They're going through my Mm -hmm. head and um, of these people who are different and that think differently than you about this pandemic, or maybe it's just people in your own family or friend circle, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, how do we, how do we make space for that? Um, Yeah. And make space for ourselves. Yeah. Figure this out. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. And that it starts with you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was listening to a lecture in the last week um, by James Finley, who's a, mm. a Christian writer. He was one of my teachers in the living school and yeah, uh, kind of this brilliant um, Christian thinker, as well as a psychotherapist who deals with trauma victims. But he was kind of, he was giving um, a story kind of contrasting uh, Judas and Peter in the gospels and kind of their reactions to um, their shame, Judas to sort of mm. selling out. Jesus um, for the silver and then Peter to denying Jesus and kind of comparing and contrasting Mm. them. And um, he said, you know, Peter goes away and uh, after the third time he denies Jesus, he goes away. Jesus sees him in in the denial and he goes away and cries tears. And he, um, what was it? He said, it wasn't tears of despair. They were tears of repentance that Mm. he's that, in that moment, he saw himself kind of for who he was, like really, you know, in a way that Judas also did, but Judas um, sort of turned away. Judas couldn't allow mm. the real Judas <laughs> um, mm. there in a sense. And so, you know, then Finley brings it back to one of the one of the steps for uh, 12-step groups like AA, um, that you have to make a fearless moral inventory. And he said, you know, a fearful mm. moral inventory in the process would be that you're afraid to find out things about yourself. You know, you, you want mm-hmm. to, um, you don't want to look in all the nooks and crannies, you know, <laughs> what might be lurking behind, um, behind that corner. Um, but a fearless moral inventory is that you do mm-hmm. that. You shine a light in everything and you're, and you're willing to sort of own up to all those broken things. And so, um, you know, not that that's, uh, something we as spiritual directors, like, do more often or better than other people at all. But I, you know, in this moment, I just feel like that's such a, that's, that's what's required. Yeah. When you encounter that on, you know, often social media or in a phone call with a family member or friend or something is, um, are you doing kind of that fearless uh, inquiry into yourself Mm -hmm. into what might be there first um, before you're sort of putting it on anyone else? Right. Right. But that's really, that's really well said. Cause while we as spiritual directors don't necessarily do that more often, we're sitting with people often, more often who are right. we're encouraging True. to. And so there is that sense of like, wow, I have to be, I, I, if I'm going to live in integrity, I better continue to. Yeah. We're <laughs> preaching the sermon to ourselves a little more often than. Right. Others. And I'm always <laughs> hearing it. And I'm like, Oh wow. That hits close to home. I think in my peer group here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. So yeah, how do we deal with those? So I, yeah, I hope yeah. that, I mean, yeah. I feel like that offers hope to me. It's it's a hard reality to be conscious of, but it's so much more beautiful when you can see the world as connected and recognize, yeah. you know, that relationship, that inherent connection. Right. Mm, that's really good. And to be led by love, even Yes. Yeah, I love the word beautiful. That is beautiful because it can be hard to see beauty in the headlines or in the conversations or in the yeah. awkward texts or whatever. <laughs> whatever. They're like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know we were that different on that. Um, but to not let that be the defining factor of the relationship or the way of relating. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
Thanks for listening to the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast. Your listening actually means a lot to us. In fact, we have had almost 5,000 downloads of our podcast, but we only have 10 ratings and reviews in iTunes. So it would mean the world to us if you would head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave a review so that other people can enjoy what you're enjoying. Also, you can contact us through askaspiritualdirector at gmail.com. I'll put a link to that in the show notes because we'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, um, responses, or your questions that you'd like us to explore on the podcast. I will also put a link to our Google Doc where you can put your questions there as well. So check the show notes, connect with us. We are really enjoying this journey with you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.